Hey everyone, get ready for a new year of Sonic! And friends! Congratulations, Sonic! Thanks, guys. It is quite an accomplishment. Hey! It's my 30th anniversary too, you know! Well, they say a hero is only as great as their villain, so congratulations, Eggman! Ah! Oh! Thanks, Sonic! No matter what people say, I couldn't have made it as far as I did without all of my companions! Even me, Sonic? Uh, yeah. Even you, Amy. Here's to a bright future going forward. I hope I'm more brave in newer games. I kind of miss the Master Emerald. Uh... Will I finally marry Sonic? Froggy! Destroying more Eggman robots. Sounds good. Hey! Okay then, everyone. Welcome to... The Hedgehog Zone! What are we singing? Welcome to the Hedgehog Zone. You're listening to the Hedgehog Zone. Uh, uh, and you're listening to the Hedgehog Zone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait so, Louis, uh, you're supposed to continue. Hello. 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 <laughs> Houston's yeah, up for that. Something like this in rock. No, no one can scissors. see us do rock, paper, scissors, but if we call it out, oh, you know, yeah. So, okay, guys, I have an announcement kind of a confession, honestly. Actually, it could be serious, maybe. Generally, it seems like we all have like the same beliefs and philosophies, but I have to admit to something. How do I say this? I think that the rock would be a good knuckles. Hello. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hedgehog Zone. I'm your lead host, Luis. I'm Houston. I'm Max. Belief in the peace. So before we get started with today's topic, I wanted to remind you all, if you're not following us on social media, you can find us at Twitter and Instagram at the Hedgehog Zone. If you're on Facebook, you can search for us, the Hedgehog Zone podcast. Also, if you'd like to join our Facebook group, it's called Sonic the Hedgehog Zone Fans. Talk about anything Sonic related, or if you have comments on our podcast, then that is a, a really good spot for you to, to leave those comments and talk to other people that are fans of the show and also to other members of the Hedgehog Zone team. So let's get started uh, today, guys, with uh, the topics that we have to cover we have a couple different segments today. It's it is of course New Year, so we're trying to reflect mm-hmm. back on the year. But being that this 2021, it's Sonic's 30th. We've had some announcements already made, and more of course are to come for next year. So we thought we would talk about some of our memories on new announcements that happened at their time versus now. And so, uh, how about we get started with you, Houston? Can you tell us? a memory or two that you're a member of a new announcement at the time and what were your feelings then? I remember when I first heard they were making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie and having been a Sonic the Hedgehog fan for my entire life, when I heard that I was met with an overwhelming sense of what could have been described as bittersweet horror because I didn't know what was going to happen. My mind went back to the 90s Super Mario movie and just went, oh, oh no. no. And it, it was one of those moments where I was just like, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. And then I heard Jim Carrey was cast. And I was like, okay, 
there could be some hope here. And then the first trailer came out and, ah, but then when they went back and reintroduced in a new trailer, I was just floored at how much they listen to fans. So I would say the whole movie process of developing the movie and then actually seeing the movie and it was great. That is something that a memory of mine that I'll forever have, especially that initial like, oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out memory. That was that was one for for the ages, I think. Well, we're glad that they did do, do, do the switch with that Sonic because, yeah, we, we can all agree. I think all of us fans that the design was really bad and luckily they <laughs> they changed it. Right. So all was good there. So next, uh, let's go with you, Shalise. Uh, do you have a memory or two? Well, I used to kind of say my memory because, I mean, it was like, that's the biggest thing that happened in 2020. Back when we first heard about it, then we saw the reveal. I was like, uh, dude, can y'all take that back to the lab? Put that back in the lab right now. Then it, they did, they went back to listen to the fans we did. I was like, okay, now you got me. They had me at Jim Carrey, too. When I heard Jim Carrey playing Robotnik, they really had me and Jim Carrey. I agree with you. Absolutely. Just verbatim. Exactly what I experienced. But that's, uh, I guess I could think of another memory. Uh, Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces, when it first came out, I was like, okay, a new Sonic game. This is going to go. But then when I saw that you get to create your own character and have your own involvement in the story, I was like, oh, you got me. I, I'm definitely getting this game, and I got it on both systems, my Switch and my Xbox. So I was like, yep, this is my kind of game right here. <laughs> so that would be my memory. Wow. It was fun. That's that's my memory. Go um, eat some nachos, Axe. Go eat some nachos. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, well, aside from that one, do you have any other memory, Axe, that you'd like to share with everyone? Um, When I first uh, found out about Sonic Adventure through like some magazine when I was younger, I, I'm not gonna say like it was good then and bad now. It was. It's more like when I first saw like the the screenshots in in the magazine, it had more of like this weird mystical like uh kind of vibe to it, almost like a Legend of Zelda kind of thing to me, from the pictures that they showed. And now when I play it, it's more a little more whimsical. But um, it, it's just it's interesting to think of like how would the game have been based off of your perception of it before actually seeing the the real game. And in a way, it's kind of like that with like a lot of games. But nowadays, not so much. Nowadays, it's pretty clear what the game's going to be like when you see like trailers and pictures and stuff. But when a lot of times, when you first hear about something, you have like a perception of it. Even like with with O six too, I think my perception of it was a, a very a lot more movie like kind of than uh than how it turned out. Uh, all all the uh, infamy aside. So for me, yeah, that's that's the memories that I had then. You brought up something, another memory, if I may, real quick. I, the way I found out about Sonic Adventure was going into Target. And you know how they used to have the demo? I went and I was like, oh, the Dreamcast. Oh, that's cool. And then I saw Sonic. Like in 3D, Super Mario 64 had come out by that point and I'd been playing it. And I saw the Dreamcast and I saw Sonic and I would play it every single time. I have played the... um, Emerald Coast level so many times, I can't even begin to tell you. And I was just infatuated. I remember every time I went to Target and I would ask my mom every time, can I get a Dreamcast? 
just so I could play Sonic. And it was a uh, no. So <laughs> I, uh, but that, that is one memory that I remember very, 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 very vividly was finding out that way about it. And then eventually I, I did get a GameCube and I got the uh, director's cut and I got the um, Sonic Adventure 2 battle. So that I, I can I can appreciate your uh, your memory there because it jogged one of mine. Well, I feel like Shalice can definitely relate to to one part of that story. I know. <laughs> She's I like, know. Hey, can I get a Dreamcast so I can play Sonic? No. Yeah, that part and the fact that when I, I I have a display story too. Mine was in Toys R Us that I saw it, yeah. and before I could get my hands a controller, yanked up by my shirt, pulled away. Oh. <gasps> No. Yep. No. I'm so sorry to hear that. Say Happy like New me. Year's, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So that Luis, doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Luis, uh, what about you? Did you uh, did you have some memories to share with us? Yeah. So I actually got three uh, memories here. Uh, first, uh, you know, I guess going off Sonic Adventure, since you guys were talking about that. Uh, but in my particular uh, case, I would say when Sonic Adventure DX was announced, I was actually so like stoked like for that game. And, you know, it just happened probably uh, about a year after um, Battle had uh, been released or somewhere around that, or at least a year after I had gotten it. And so at the time I was really, you know, into the Sonic Adventure games and I had just barely played the first one on Dreamcast. I think I had only played probably a level or two uh, back in the day since, you know, sadly, I also didn't have a Dreamcast. And so I was really looking forward to to seeing Sonic Adventure DX be released. Uh, I would uh, look at the GameStop website quite often and call them up a lot just to ask them, you know, if they had it in stock. And, and uh, you know, they probably got annoyed at me because uh, I was actually calling quite often since, you know, back then, of course, they didn't have the in-stock, out-of-stock uh, feature. So, I remember eventually buying it and being so happy, at, you know, just being able to play, you know, this other game that I hadn't ever really gone to enjoy uh, originally. Right. And so when I got that game, I was so happy. Um, and then my second moment happened actually that same year, you know, we're talking 2003 when Sonic Heroes came out, uh, when we had the announcement that we would be getting another Sonic game, but this would actually be an original game, not like a, remake and so i too was looking forward to that one and i think i i did a pre-order or or you know i i bought it on release date because i i wanted to make sure that you know i played it uh, early on too and so super excited for that because at that point uh i don't know if i'd already beaten director's cut you know I, I was really excited to have another uh sonic game come out in the same year but the one with an actual original storyline that no one would actually have any spoilers for right so uh, that was moment number two. And then finally, uh, I would say moment number three, the Sonic movie. I too, like Houston, was really looking forward to this and was also hoping that it wouldn't be as bad as the Mario Brothers movie. I think uh, everyone pre-2020 when they thought video game movies, that's probably the first movie that really, I think, laid the bar for all of them. And uh, everyone knowing how bad that was, I think, made people in general, even non-gamers, right, think that uh, a movie based on a video game is is just not not a good thing to do. And so, uh, you know, I was quite glad to see that 
On the contrary, it proved it wrong. It proved that, you know, video game uh, movies can actually be good. And the cast was good. Uh, of course, Jim Carrey, I remember he was at an award ceremony where he essentially just said like, oh, yeah, I actually also am going to be in the next Sonic movie. I remember being really happy to know that because Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors. And so having one of my favorite actors in my favorite video game characters movie was awesome, right? It's like it couldn't have been uh, any better too. And so I, I think he really helped the movie uh, be what it is. I would also add uh, more so that we were able to see it in theaters, right? Because at the time it, it happened, what, about a month, I think, before we all started to really shut down and our it was good. I, I think most of the big fans were, were there trying to see it on like opening night or that first weekend, right? That, that it came out. And so, yeah, those are my, my three moments. Also, you, you wanted your first memory kind of made me think of something about, um, for me too. It's a, it's a small one, but, uh, it, it made me think of like my experience with Sonic R. Not that I think it's like super great now, but, uh, it, it was, at the time, I had heard of Sonic R when I was little, like when I was six. This is one of the few things of, of Sonic I found on the internet. And I was like, oh, this at least it looks cool, you know. And I remember being at like a boys and girls club thing and they were playing it on the computer. And I was like, there it is right there. I can play it. I never got the chance to play it over there. Nobody uh, would let me. That, that's, that's it. Oh, yeah. That, that's an interesting game, too. I mean, I'm with you, too. I played it in uh, the Gem Collections game, and it'll it'll be probably a topic of another upcoming so many, episode. But so many mixed feelings yeah. in this series, man. Like I bet you had to feel, especially with Jim Carrey being your favorite actor. It's like, like whoa, Jim Carrey's in this movie. Whoa, Sonic looks like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh I, yeah, I mean, I just wonder, like I said, I'm glad he got off, but you know, yeah, I just kind of was like, what is that is that a blue monkey teddy bear <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> anyways um i think i think it's time to move on to the next segment so um and this one is from shalice all right you guys i waited for a long time to mention this segment because i wanted to wait till all sonic animated series were done so now it is time for the henchman showdown out of all of robotics henchmen, we're going to pick two together in two rounds and let's see who you guys think will win. So first things first, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to put Scratch and Grinder against Snively. So you guys, what do y'all think? Who was the better henchman, Scratch and Grinder or Snively? Go well, I mean, I, mean I, I, I feel like Snively is, a, is obviously more competent. And, and even if you count Cluck, because I, I had like this uh, this uh, um, speculation of like a what if in in the concept room, you know, they they obviously had Scratch and Grounder based off of two badniks from Sonic Two, um, and um, I feel like I, I've noticed that Snively and Cluck kind of look like if somebody took the idea of Scratch and Grounder and then like dramatically just made original concepts out of it. We're like, okay, now we got this smaller robot chicken that doesn't talk and is more serious and then grounder is a person with with green clothes bald ish with a pointy nose and he's like the main henchman and i, I don't know to me cluck and and, and uh, snively just look kind of like they could have been a uh, based off the same core as scratching grounder a little bit maybe possibly i don't know but definitely like the tone of the show i think that they're more competent 
but which one are better? I, in a way, I kind of want to say Scratch and Grounder because they are the ones that influence the the henchmen going forward. I don't know. What what, what do you think, Houston? Ooh. I have to agree with X, and I think that ah, screw it. I say Agent Stone. But no, I think that um, I think you're right. I think that um, I I just think that from a appearance, from a overall, you know, structure, and like you said, influence going forward. I think uh, those two make the the most sense. I haven't been. Um, this is a concept that I've thought about, and I'm like, oh, who would be better? But yeah, scratching grounder, in my opinion, I I agree. Luis, what do you think? Back me up here. I am sorry. I can't back you up on this one, actually. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, yeah. And th- th- this is probably based more so off the fact that, you know, uh, Scratch and uh, Grounder are in the Sonic Christmas Blast movie that, you know, we, we just talked about in our previous episode. And uh, they, I don't know. I just I didn't really enjoy them as, as the, the characters there. And I don't know. I, I just something about that. I think maybe they're they're a little... Uh, too naive maybe they're easily tricked and all that and we just seeing them from, from the movie there uh it's i'm just not a fan of them too whereas uh the other guys too uh cluck and uh sorry what was the other person's name what was the other person's name snively snively yeah yeah oh okay but who okay but what are the name of the two uh henchmen in adventures of sonic the hedgehog Scratching grounder, no? Or... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. who do you remember more? Well, I mean, I I, I do have to say I remember more of them too because uh, you know I saw them. <laughs> but, but but for that reason, I I just I don't like them. I think it's maybe for that reason that maybe because I saw them more too, and because I thought they 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 were a little bit uh, too naive, like I said to to put it in good uh, terms there too. And I just yeah, when just comparing them these two, I mean. I just got to go with the the other ones too. And, uh, you, you know, it, it's just, again, I think it's probably because of the Christmas movie that it, it was, I was just so let down, right. By the fact that <laughs> they, they revealed the location of, uh, you know, Dr. Robotnik, like they, way too easy. Like, they, they ruined your Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's a fair opinion. I think. Well, me, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to go with Snively. Because when I when I see Scratch and Grounder, they're just suck upish. They doing too much to try to win Eggman's affection. They do way too much, and then they're doing so much they end up being so naive, falling for Sonic's little ploy so quickly. I like. I mean, you can't really tell that that's a blue hedgehog right there. Come on, he's blue. Come on, they were just so easily tricked. But Snively, it was like Snively could still see through. He like, sir, you can't be serious. That's funny. <laughs> you know, with that little accent that Snively had. So I'm going to say I'm more for Snively because he has more common sense and more, he's a little more loyal. Fun fact, Snively is voiced by the person who voices Cow and Chicken. (laughs) Yeah, Charlie Adler. Yeah, he's got that, that that weird sound in his voice. I I can't, nobody can do it. I've never like heard anyone who can actually do that voice. (laughs) I can do a good Krang from the Ninja Turtles. Okay, so uh, are we? What about the next henchman, Chalice? Okay, 
We say what we said about second grader and Snizzly. Now we're going down to some more more recent henchmen in this segment. We're going to talk about Dico and Boko versus Orbot and Cuba. Take it away, X. Okay, well, Dico and Boko are basically Scratch and Grounder 2.0. Oh, which reminds me, which reminds me, we forgot to mention Coconuts. Coconuts was cool. Uh, but he, he wasn't in the, spe- the Christmas special, was he? No, he wasn't. Okay, um, yeah, and then Coconuts' is, uh, alter ego for Sonic X is Bokun, who I thought was pretty funny. Annoying, but funny. Constantly, constantly blowing people up. Like, I don't... How? Like how, they, they know it's going to happen. Diko and Boko, though, I think that they are uh, iconic in a very generic kind of way. And I like Diko for some reason. I don't know what why. He seems cool. and But... Orbot and Cubot are a little bit more. Um, they have more flair, more personality. Uh, Orbot, I like a lot. He's a, he's a smart aleck, and I can relate. Cubot, I don't care for Cubot at all. Like I, I don't care for his design. I don't care for any of his voices. I don't care for his personality. I think that uh, maybe Cubot being there just makes Orbot look better. I don't know. I kind of feel like it'd be kind of cool if they had like a third one that was like a pyramid shape, named them Pyrbot. I don't know, but I, I'm still going to go with Orbot and Cubot just uh, as, as an overall unit. Houston? You know, I cannot believe what I'm about to say. I agree with Axe. I do. I know. This is a new thing, right? I, I agree with him. I think that he makes a lot of sense here. No, I, I, I think that from a, just an overall character standpoint and whatnot, um, I, I think they're better. <laughs> I also think that it's clear who the winner is here. So I'm going to be really interested to find out what Luis thinks. And of course, what you think, Shalise, because based on what I'm kind of seeing, I'm wondering how this is going to go because it's starting to seem like you have two against two. Luis. They're probably just going to automatically disagree now because two of us already said this. Well, I think that everybody wants to disagree with us, Axe, but that's fine. We can be in a club by ourselves. Who cares? How dare they go against Sonic and Knuckles? What? I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I don't don't intentionally disagree, but you know, it's it's just how it's uh, turning out too. But uh, but you, you know, do. But it's gotta happen, actually. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Boko and Dico. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I I'm I'm with you on on uh, not liking Cuba acts. I just, yeah, I mean, just the design. Uh, I'm just like, yeah, they. It shouldn't have been a cube. Maybe something about it being a cube that is just, uh, it just find really weird. Um, Orba, I think he is cool. I'm not gonna deny that, but I think maybe being next to Cuba, uh, as as opposed to what you said, you know that it might, uh, you know, make them cooler. I think it actually hurts Orba. Like I think it would have been cool to see Orba in Sonic X had that been the the character too but being that that's the case and also add on to the fact that just sonic boom was just a disaster and i i find it really hard to find anything really good about it aside from maybe just you know just being a sonic thing but that's why we you know actually uh, <laughs> even watched it I, I just find it hard really to say anything uh g- good about the sonic boom sadly and whereas on the other side i'm a big fan of sonic x i think it was well done I wish it would have kept going. In fact, I mean, it, it was just it was just so great, and I really enjoyed uh, 
how they also uh, added some of the elements right from uh, the adventure series as well in the uh, cartoon as well. And I thought that that was a good thing too. And so that's why I would go with that Boko and Dico. Their character design, I think, is is cool. Uh, I mean, the Dico's is, of course, much better than Cubot's. And Boko's, again, it would have been kind of cool to have Orbot's look. But I still think, you know, he looks pretty cool for uh, a robot too. So, yeah, again, uh, we'll, we'll see what, what Shalice has to say. But this one might be uh, might be the same way, guys. Well, I don't really have a winner between Dico, Boko, and Cubot, Orbot because... They're both kind of on the same level to me, so I'm kind of tied in between them. Maybe because Dico and Boko, I do like them a lot more, but I want to point this out. This is a fun fact from Sun Boom. The Eggman said, he said, Orbot was actually Keybot's replacement. If you haven't, for those who didn't watch the Boom series, y'all didn't know that Eggman said himself, Orbot, you are Keybot's replacement. You are Keybot 3.0. I was like, what? <laughs> But um, another thing I like, what what really like makes you like Cubot and Orbot a little bit is because they they backlash at Eggman a lot. They and they they make that makes it funny. They sat they sass him back, and I'm like, now that makes it funny because usually his robots are not supposed to sass him back, but they sass him back a lot. <laughs> Even though he can't tell, they sassing him back. Dico and Boko, they always did it behind the scenes. So to me. That's why they kind of tie between each other. Because any robot that has the guts to sass their master back, even though it be behind the scenes or in front of his face, I like them. That's funny. So I'm tied between Dico Poco and Orbot and Cubot. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of that too. Like how uh, I was to say, like, yeah, they do sass him too. But you're, you're right. He, they do it behind his back. They're a little bit more afraid of him. But that might also just be because that version of Eggman is uh, a little bit you could take them a little bit more seriously but then again if i mean in the games which that eggman is based off of they do that as well anyway so but the way i see it though is you vote you give one vote to each team um but you're also kind of leaning towards orbot and cubot so i guess it doesn't matter because i was going to say that that's basically like two votes for um for dico and boko but three votes for uh, Orbot and Cubot, but now it's looking more like one vote for Dico and Boko, and three votes for Orbot and Cubot. <laughs> I mean, welcome you, you, to the dark side, Chilis. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I said, welcome to the dark side, Chilis. Well, you, you like Shadow, right? I'm just, you know. Yeah, but Shadow uh, switched over to the light. He he goes in between, and he is called Shadow. So there you no, go. No, we're not gonna think like Sega. Come on. Okay, fine. Sorry, Sega, if you're listening. I I love you. There you go. Uh, Sega, if you're listening, you and me. I mean, we're we're still cool, but anyways. Um. So now, so now, what shall we make it a gonna... triple triple threat match? Yeah, Back I guess. Back Grinder Snizzly versus Dico and Boko. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Versus Dico and Boko. Wait, y'all voted for Orbot Cubot? Yeah. <laughs> y'all would get Orbot Cubot. No, 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 no. Me, me and Houston voted for Orbot and Cubot, remember? Okay, so it's Orbot and Cubot then. Yeah, Orbot and Cubot versus uh, Snively and Cluck and versus Scratch and Grounder, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, and I think, to just jump right in there, I feel like, really, I think... It's Orbot and Cubot 
versus Snively. I see what you want. I see what you did there. I mean, that's so, my yeah. opinion, though. I don't know. You said, what you, what's your call on it? Again, I concur with Axe. I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. I mean, <laughs> everything that needs to be said has been said. I agree. I I agree with Axe, too. I think... Uh... That's what we should have as the as the final showdown. Oh, this is fascinating. And I'm saying it too. Oh, 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 we gonna go ahead and just say scratch and grinder. Or just a three point version of Orbot and Cubot. So now it's down to the grand slam. We got Snively and Cluck versus Orbot and Cubot. X, what do you? What's your final take? Who's winning this? I'm gonna be honest with you this time, Shalice. I, I don't really know, and it, I know it's ironic because I voted uh, Scratching Grounder over Snively, but I mean it's a different dynamic now. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. when we were going against Orbot and Cubot, the Snively is different enough to be more of a comparison. But then, in this take, it's hard because the thing that they have in common is that they're both competent, and when comparing that, it's like well, Snively is obviously more competent. But Orbot and Cubot also don't really suffer as much of uh, Eggman's incompetence because, he, despite how much more incompetent Eggman is in, with uh, Orbot and Cubot, um, I feel like Sadam Robotnik can be pretty stupid as well. A lot of people don't see it that way because he's got the cool voice. I'm like, yeah, he's got a cool voice. I like the portrayal, but he is. He is dumb. He he was just like, how can a puny hedgehog destroy a 250-ton machine? Because it's Sonic? Okay, and then, or about whenever they're like in a room together, he's like, it's just you and me, hedgehog. Now stand still, and he points a laser gun at him, and I'm like, you're, you, you're going to shoot him? It's Sonic. You know, so I'm just like, he's not he's not the brightest. He's not the brightest potato in the batch, so patch i don't i really messed that up point is he's not the oops he's not the freshest egg in the basket okay point is snivelly uh still gets like the brunt of his stupidity because then you know he he takes everything out on snivelly when it's usually his fault and orbot and cubot they don't like eggman will like lash out at them and then they'll just be like eh Whatever. I mean, Orbot laughs in Eggman's face for losing the emeralds and Unleashed. Ha, 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 ha. Can you do that again? Just the, you know, what you just did there? Do it again. The laugh? Ha, 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 ha. I'm going to mute myself and laugh now. Another repercussion of your hasty actions, Doctor. I think it's Oops, interesting. I unmuted. <laughs> I think it's interesting how the voices changed from that to... I'm missing an arm. Do you have an arm? <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> go. So yeah. Okay, Houston. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? And the winner is. <laughs> when you put sn- we pin Snively and Cluck against Orbot and Cubot. Oh, Orbot and Cubot all the way. Okay, Orbot and Cubot for Houston. All right, Luis. Your title take? Snibbly and Cluck. I cannot go Orbot Cubot. You just, yeah, cannot compare. Wait, wait, hold on. So let me get this straight. I lost? Well, I mean, you're the same as me. That's that's 50%. 
uh, and we haven't heard Shalise's uh, vote yet. Yeah, Shalise's vote is, I, is I mean, what determines. Luis's was obvious because he voted against Orban and Cuba and he voted for Snively and Cluck the first round. So it's like, of course, he's going to vote Snively and Cluck against Orban and Cuba. But Shalise. I'm going to say Snively and Cluck only because this just dawned on me and I just remembered it in the Saturday M series. Did y'all forget that Snively overtook what Robotic was doing? This is blasphemy. I'm out of here. <laughs> did you forget that? Dang it! I keep. I did. I I thought about it earlier, and then I and I didn't mention it. And uh, right now, I'm just remembering it again. I'm like, that's right. It does end with him being with uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Which, so that's why I'm using Hold on. Has everyone here seen all of Sad AM? Just making sure. No. I oh, you don't even know what I'm talking about then. You're voting for Snively. You haven't even watched the whole show. Wow. Wow. Well, just judging out the fact that I don't like Corbett <gasps> and Cuba in Sonic Boom. That, that's that's why, again, it's... I'm, oh, oh, it's it hurts. Axe, Axe, it hurts. It hurts. I don't even like Sonic Boom that much, and I still think, hey, you haven't seen all of Side AM. Just added something to the list, Luis. Yeah, I, I gotta... You're not a 100% Sonic fan yet. We gotta... Help a brother out. <laughs> I'm more on the video game side than than the the cartoon side, but you know, like I gotta Sonic X, I did get into, but yeah, the other ones not so much. Look, here's the thing: it looks like we we're fifty fifty here. We're at a stalemate, so let's just go ahead and give it to Orbot and Cubot, and we'll call it a day. Um, okay, no, okay. Well, then let's we can call it a draw, and uh, we'll revisit that another day. Unless we do a virtual okay. uh, rock, paper, scissors, too, if uh, Houston's yeah, up for that. Something like this in rock, paper, scissors. No, no one can see us do rock, paper, scissors, but us, Luis. It's not fair. Well, if we call it out, oh, you know? Yeah. They're not showing us. They can cheat. Yeah, but I could just edit the episode and be like, well, Orbot and Cubot won. <laughs> <laughs> And so Orbot and Cubot did in fact win. It's a draw, guys. Draw it out. It's a draw. It's a draw. We'll we'll have uh, the rest of our team when they join us at a future episode. Yeah, that's true. We could could just be like, hey, guys, we did this in this episode. Uh, It's a draw. It's between um, Snively and Cluck versus Orbot and Cubot. And we'll just have all of them. Uh, vote on it and debate it could be a versus episode and <laughs> and it will just be like listening to them debate about it we already said our piece um are you going to for the sequel where we discuss who will win in an upcoming episode that is it from your sponsor are you guys ready for the next segment let's go all yeah, right go. i know this is going to sound a little confusing, but my my segment here that I'm introducing to you, I'm calling it the Trippy But Cool series. What we're going to do is we're going to have like a little competition. There'll be three rounds. That's it. Make it nice and quick. Um, basically, what you have to do is come up, whether it's something you've already thought of or something you're coming up with on the spot, come up with a trippy but cool concept for uh, the games. I'm, I'm focusing on the games here, but it can be story related. It can be character related. It can be um, item related, lore related. 
anything. It could be a big idea. It could be a little idea, but we briefly um, like pitch the idea. And what what we'll do is um, like, okay, so one of us will come up with an idea really quickly. Then everybody will just, you know, score it like uh, one through 10. Oh, we can talk about it real quick. Then give your final rating, move on to the next person. Uh, after we everyone has uh, done that, then we'll do it two more rounds. And at the end, whoever has the most uh, points, you know, is the, the victor, I guess. Uh, I'll go first so I can give you an example. Uh, I can have um, Shalice go second, uh, Houston, and then Luis. So let me start off. I'm going to give you a brief uh, concept, and this will count. You can guys can give me your feedback and then give me your uh, ranking for it. My first concept I'm going to bring to you is uh something trippy but cool if there's a story where somehow they turned chaos control into a character like some kind of actual um self-aware entity even if it's just like for one story it's like oh this is like who is this this is chaos control he is chaos control or she is chaos control right i like it i like it that's that's something to think on right there Making chaos control a whole character. Hmm. Yeah, no, that, that could be really interesting too, and it, it definitely would give a a lot more meaning, right, to the saying chaos control too. I think we we would look at it differently now. So yeah, that's that's good. That I'm gonna say I'm get at an eight because that's kind of up there. Good, good. I'm off to a strong start. Uh, I'm gonna give that also an eight too. I, I think it would be interesting to see that develop. Okay, and what about you, uh, Houston? 8.624. 8.624? Yep. Okay. I was uh, just calculating it out. That's that, That's where I'm in. Shalisa, how about you present us with an idea? Okay, now this is just me coming from uh, what I saw in Sonic X during the, um, I forgot, I, I can't remember the third season. I can't think, remember the name of, of Aliens that was attacking or whatever. But y'all know that Sonic went dark because he saw Chris got hurt. That's experiment with Sonic's dark side. What if Sonic actually fully gives into his anger and lets his dark side take control? What could happen? What you guys think about that one? I mean, I would like to see more of, uh, oh, but you're saying, are you saying like in the games though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so if they see if they showed it in the game, I think it'd be cool. I, I think because, especially f- as far as I'm aware, I think the dark supersonic thing was um, inspired by a plot line that was in a classic storyline somewhere that uh, not many people know about. I don't think he was considered dark supersonic, but I know that it inspired I think it inspired the like the psychosonic supersonic from the Fleetway comics. So I don't know. I feel like it would be cool to at least like show it more. So for me, I, I mean, I would give it a seven. Yeah, I think I would also give it a seven too. I think it would be interesting to see that uh, like aspect of, of Sonic too, and then to see him in, in that mode. And I think it'd be really different than any other game we've we've had before too. So I'd, I'd be interested in playing that. Hold on, I'm doing some calculating. Is, is it for is it for this? Yep. Hold on. All right, I got my calculation. I give it a six point nine two four. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. Six point nine two three. Six point nine two three. What? Okay. Cool. Uh. You want me to explain my reasoning, or no? 
I'll just let it be. Okay. Anyways, uh, who did I say was next? Luis? Uh, Houston. Houston? Houston. 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 What's your idea? All right. For a game, right? So what I think would be awesome for a game, and we talked about this before, a Knuckles game where he goes back in the past and he interacts with the kids back then and like finds out the origin of chaos and you know really a game like that would be so cool to see play out we talked about it before we all agreed on it before just so awesome thoughts the origin of chaos the character or origin of chaos as as a, entirely entirely Ooh. so you're basically just talking about the lore of like the chaos emeralds and everything and the master emerald Yep, and then oh, how that all came to be. Oh man, I'm a little mixed on this. I don't know how to feel. I I've always pictured it being in a Sonic game and a Knuckles. I but then at the same time, that would give him some importance to his game too. So okay, I give you uh, an eight. Oh, an eight. Okay, great, wonderful, Shalice. <laughs> Not quite fun. <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> Luis. Well, the, like I said in the previous episode, I think something like that would be um, interesting too, to have uh, the, the story, right? The, that tells us more about what Knuckles was all about. And if we include chaos there, even better too, it gives us a backstory on chaos, which would be awesome. It'd be really cool to have that possibly a Knuckles versus chaos uh, showdown at some point too, would be uh, nice too. And so, I give it an 8.012. How did you come to that calculation? Uh, I just wanted it to be slightly higher than the Nexus. That's that's what. Uh, you can't quit. I quit. I'm going to switch mine to an 8.5. <laughs> I think I originally put 8 because I thought that it was roughly on like the same scale as Chaos Control being a character. Since they're they're very, I feel like they, they could be related. In a way, not in the same game. That'd be too much to put in one game, honestly. Do I hear an 8.75? X makes a good point there, actually. I didn't actually realize that, too. And so let's go with 8.51, actually. Do I hear an 8.52? Yeah, that's official. So uh, on to, to my idea, too. Um, my, mine's not anything... Uh, Anything maybe unlike any of you threes here, uh, but not not something that maybe we haven't seen as much, but I was thinking doing something like, and this could be with the first Sonic the Hedgehog. Ideally, I think it'd be better Sonic the Hedgehog 2 uh, would be to do a modern Sonic in Sonic 2. Every single level, though, I'm not talking generations where it was just like one level, do every single level, but give us a storyline with that game where we can actually see, right, what happens and whatnot and, and get to experience every level that we had back then in a new uh, Sonic game with, you know, uh, the new features and the new graphics, uh, but do something like that. I think something like that would be amazing. What are your thoughts? Let's let's start with you, Axe. Let's start with Axe, of course. Um... Give us a full-length game with every single level, with the storyline in between as well. Uh, that has you know the modern graphics and actual voices too, if if possible. I would. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a six because I do like the idea. Like if it's like a like a basically a 3D modern game remake of Sonic Two with the actual story and everything. 
But uh, the reason why I'm not giving it a higher score is because I've personally always been more interested in like if they could like combine the, all the classic games together and, and remake it as one full 3D game. Uh, like they probably wouldn't like choose every stage from each of those games, but like maybe like uh, very iconic ones uh, in those. Uh, but like I do like the idea, but I feel like it, it feels a little bit lacking, in my opinion, with it just being one of the games. Cool. Uh, next to you, Jalice. Well, uh, even though I like your idea and everything like that. It's not Sega endorsed, but there are several creators out there that have already pretty much taken your idea and done it already. Developed Sonic games with those stages in mind, and they they're playable as emulators, PC and, and stuff like that. But not for sale; they're just emulators. But people have taken your idea and already done it, so I'm gonna say I get about a six point two for the idea because I'm like. It's good. It will be great to see all three of the games combined, but there are people out there, even though they're not Sega endorsed, that are already doing your idea without Sega's permission, <laughs> just so to speak. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that too, but it, it should be endorsed by by Sega, right? If the fans are doing it already, then it, it should should be, uh, and hopefully will be next year too. That would be nice. And last, uh, you, Houston. Not gonna lie. Sitting at a probably, hold on, not probably. Let me give you approximate here. 7.947. I mean, I want to see it. I think it would be great to see. If it didn't happen, I wouldn't be hurt over it. But it would be kind of neat to see that. A Sega-endorsed one. Thank you very much. So, yeah, that's kind of where I sit. Awesome. All right, back to you, X. Hey, uh, what was Shalisa's ranking for Luis again? 6.2. All these, all these points, you guys are making it a lot more complicated than it needs to be. This is going to take forever. We're making uh, it precise. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so, okay, next idea. You know, I didn't even prepare an idea for the next round. I The first one I at least had uh, shortly before the thing. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to p- kind of piggyback off of the, the Chaos Emerald Origin thing, uh, or at least something that made me think of it i want to see sonic and supersonic as separate entities alongside each other almost like an avatar kind of thing or a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of thing where sonic can actually talk to supersonic like as a as a separate version of himself using the power of the emeralds this is his proxy his avatar and it's like yeah he's there to like guide him or something i don't know just some something to like where you can actually show them alongside each other and I think I think I remember having that idea when uh, in playing Sonic Shuffle when I was little because you can actually play as Sonic and as Super Sonic as separate characters. And I always just thought that'd be really cool to like show some kind of weird mystical uh, thing behind it in, in, in an actual story. Like maybe it, it can help him learn to fully uh, master his super form. Like maybe he's just been winging it this whole time. I like the idea. I like it a lot. It's it's plausible, plausible, because I'm I'm trying to put it together with like a Yu-Gi-Oh feel to it. Like if he really needs Supersonic's help in something, he'd be like, I had to call on your power because I can't do this alone kind of thing. So, yeah, I can see it's a feasible thing. I don't get that j- about. 
it doesn't have to be like a permanent change to the series or anything in case I gave off that impression, but just like something that like for this game, at least like it's something that he does, whether it's a scene or like in the whole, in the whole game or something, but just like something that you see at some point. Okay. I'm going to go with a seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Uh, I, I wonder what Houston's going to say right now, but uh, you know, I, I think it's, it, it would be interesting. Uh, I think my, my only worry would be that it kind of defeats the the purpose, right, of having the emeralds and turning into super. And, I, I you know, I'd, I'd just be kind of, like, thinking about that, right? Like, wait, how did he, you know, unless he gets them too, but, you know, we'd have to see that point. But I do like it aside from that. Um, and, you know, it would be interesting to to see what the personality would be of, of both, right? Uh, how they would interact with each other. I think I'd be kind of uh, curious to see how that would work out so uh, i'm with chalice i would also give it a a seven too what about you houston no points remember i know that's why i'm trying to figure out the rounding here hold on okay well that's a four then that goes down that's a five that goes up okay all right i figured it out i'm gonna give it a six i I lean towards, yeah, that would be cool to see, but would it kill me not to see it? Probably not. So kind of where I'm at with that one. Um. All right. And then, okay, yeah. And just, just a correction, you already, you already uh, ranked it, so it's fine. You can keep it that way. I was going to say, if, if, if they did do that, I don't think it would be too much of an issue with the Chaos Emeralds because he would still be turning super, but maybe like in his own, like, spirit world domain kind of thing he would like interact with supersonic and uh this is this is just something that i picture like if they actually did it like more in the game and stuff but like like there could be like a scene like later where um where he's supersonic or something or like he's sonic and he has the emeralds but for some reason he's like knocked out or something or weakened like he's almost gonna lose and then supersonic can like come out of him and save him and then kind of like do all these weird crazy things that supersonic's never done before and then it could be like a temporary thing. And then like, it'd be like, okay, well now it's your turn. And then he comes, goes back into Sonic. Sonic turns super. And then he does those things in an actual boss fight or something. I, I don't know. I guess I was just kind of thinking something like Avatar. where like, yeah, he can, and can go in the Avatar state. But on rare occasions, the other Avatar can come out as well. But anyways, that's it for that idea. Next up is Shalice. What's the new trippy but cool idea that you have? Okay, now this is me feeding off my inner weeb over here. Uh, I was just thinking of piggybacking up a little bit off of your idea there, X, but instead, but instead, um, okay, for the Chaos Emeralds to have an origin story, I had to give it like a full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood twist where the Chaos Emeralds were almost like separate entities once upon a time ago, but not the seven deadly sins, no. There's different entities. And the Master Emerald is like father and for my for my brotherhood. And they they had to work underneath this one, the other the guys of this one person for world domination. But eventually something happened that they ended up paying for their sins by being turned into the emeralds and the master emerald. But you know, this is me feeding out you know, we I'll let you guys get your take on my idea. Go ahead, they're X. You can tell me what you think. So were they were they bad entities though, or were they good entities? Well, half could have been bad, half could have been good. Okay, I think it'd be interesting. 
I feel I feel like a lot of our ideas now are going to revolve around like like uncovering all this like mysterious lore of the emeralds that we've never seen before. And you know, I guess that is something we would all be kind of interested in because they're so mysterious. It's like if you do that, you're opening up all these crazy doors to the franchise that we never saw before. That it it feels like the series implies could exist. So I think in a way I'm going to give that a an eight. Because I do like the idea, and it, it kind of makes me think of other ideas that can piggyback off of that. Not that I can use it now since it's your idea, but because I was thinking like they could, they could be like guardians of the world or something like that. Who knows how what their relation is to uh, to Gaia and Light Gaia? You know, so many crazy doors that could be open. So I'm, I'm going to go with eight on that one. Yeah, I, I too think it's it's a really interesting idea, and it could develop into so many uh, more ideas and, and specific right when you're talking about that game and what could they mean where did they come from and there's probably a lot of fanfics out there right that uh, talk about them and whatnot so putting them into a game especially if you have the sega seal on it i think would would be really interesting and we would definitely have a lot of uh, answers to our questions and a lot of things would we would look at them right in a different note too and so i give it an a2 really cool Amazing. I Hold on before we pass to Houston. Hold on before we pass to Houston. <laughs> I want to add just one last thing. Knuckles is a star character. Go, Houston. You said Knuckles is a star character? Ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Why know. did I give you a ten? See, I was going to give you a seven. But then as soon as you said Knuckles is a star character. I feel like that's... That's somewhat of a cheap uh, shot since she didn't say it before we gave her a ranking, but I'll, I'll allow it this round. I'll allow it. Yeah, that was kind of a cheap shot. Wow. Talk about bribery. Bribing a judge. Wow. Now I see who you really are, Shalise. I see you. I think she's what dying. Can I say? Are you okay? <laughs> what can I say? All right. Um, your turn, Houston. So my concept would be, um, I think that they really should do a Mighty the Armadillo game or where he is a stronger, more supporting character for a game such as the one that I talked about earlier. Bring in like Mighty to not just be in um, Mania, but actually give him like a story arc, like a main storyline somewhere. Um, I think that would be really cool to do. Kind of what we were talking about before, you know, my concept would be Knuckles going back in time, but mighty as an explorer and make him like he stumbled upon something and you know he and knuckles wind up going back in time and they're working together throughout this whole thing or turn it or turn him into like a a mini side game of uh mighty excursion and expedition around the world or something like that that would be really cool thoughts well i think it would be interesting Uh, i mean we don't really get to see much of, of Mighty. I mean, of course, Sonic Mania, we, we saw him there too. And and he was an interesting character to play as, you know, I got to say. And I think it's one of those things where when you look at classic characters, if you're able to develop their character a little more and people get to know them more, I think it's always really interesting because the more you do that, the more possibility of possibly also seeing him and maybe a a future you know main sonic game as well i think it would be good and backstory you gave us houston and that he was going to be like the original sonic right maybe right now we would be talking about mighty the armadillo as our favorite video game series it just makes it you know that much cooler and so i'm going to give it an eight 
because I think it would be interesting to to play that game. Well done. Well done. Well, for me, I haven't yet played as mighty as I'm Dillo. And right now, I'm not going to lie that one of the fandom things that I watch on YouTube by the Final Paradox team got me picturing mighty as a drunk. <laughs> so, uh, but, be, but I said, give me time to play Mania and play with, play with Mighty. Then I can give him a much higher ranking, but my ranking will stand now as a seven because I haven't played with him yet on Mania yet. Um, I'm going to go with 7.5. I thought you said no more points. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I mean like super, oh, well. I meant like like the really complicated ones where you you're like like nine two three zero one two and stuff like that. I, I feel like seven point five just means seven and a half, right? Or should I stick with a whole number still? Well, if you're doing seven point five, you would round up. Yeah, I guess I'll go with eight then. It's fine. You've convinced me. Um, okay. Well, oh, so then Luis's turn for an idea. So I'm going to keep it short here too. I've actually talked about this before in a previous episode too, but I would really like to see a uh, Silver the Hedgehog like a game, standalone game too, where we see him in his world, see how his world is, see what, what are some of the things he's doing in his world, but also have him go to the past, reliving uh, different moments in the Sonic genre and trying to stop uh, a, I guess uh, different villains that are trying to change the Sonic timeline. I would almost say like a back to the futuristic kind of like scenes where Marty goes back uh, in the past too. And he's seen himself try to change things before, because now he's going back to the past and now he's seeing his old self, right? Try to change a different thing from the past because he, you know, went to the future, came back and, and this and that. And so I'd be really interested in seeing Something like that. So that's my game for. What are your thoughts? Uh? So basically, like Silver, your idea for Silver to have his own game, but specifically focus more on time travel. Well, I guess that makes sense since he's a time traveler. You would think that his game would focus more on time travel than just a game that he merely appears in. But uh, so it's basically like the, sh- the story structure of like Sonic 06, but like uh, more in terms of like going uh, back and forth. I think I, I like the idea. I, I feel like it would just be kind of difficult to make sure that they do it right. And then not only that they do it right, but that they do it right in a way that the audience understands because there tends to be a confusion between what is a plot hole and what isn't with time travel stories. And uh, people are also very weary of time travel stories in Sonic related games now as well, because which I think makes no sense. I'm like, okay, just because they didn't do it so well in a game that you saw in your opinion doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way but i i think i would give that a a seven just because i think it would be cool um to go through that with silver to know like how it affects uh their his world basically cool well next we'll go with uh shalice what are your thoughts so if I can guess what you're saying, you're saying there's like another whole other evil entity that's going back in time and he's going back in time to stop this other evil entity from messing up his timelines. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. So so the evil entity is actually trying to go back to try and eliminate Sonic and you know make sure that Sonic doesn't uh, ruin the entity's future, right? So they're trying to take over the world too, but... It's not necessarily Dr. Eggman. It's uh, another entity, right? Like uh, Silver's 
main uh, 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 villain in his world too um, would be the the case here too. I mean, it could be like uh, uh, I don't know. We could say Doctor Robotnik's great 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 grandson. Um, well, we already have that. that. That's Eggman. <laughs> Neg- Eggman Nega. Because Eggman Nega is from the future, and that's technically his uh, his villain. But oh, okay. I, I, so, so, so something like that then. Yeah. yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. But even though I kind of feel like they kind of did that in Sonic Generations a little bit with the time, with the time monster thingy. But yeah, well, I was turning around to a silver way. Well, he, he was saying like back to the future, though. He was saying where like if you you go and change something here, it changes something somewhere else. And he has to make sure. So basically, it's like playing with a, a Rubik's Cube with time where you change one thing. It changes everything else. And you have to try and like change everything until it lines up just right. Yeah. Oh, OK. I think maybe if there was like some kind of mechanic to like look at the timeline like in some kind of weird screen like oh here's the timeline uh and you could like see if different events like turned or changed almost like an actual rubik's cube or a rubik's cube rope kind of thing you know what i mean like just mm-hmm. something that where, where you can actually manually like change it and then travel to that point i don't know that, that's me adding to your idea that's not my own idea so yeah no no yeah i mean i agree that that would be uh, good too um well yeah before we go to houston let me just add a note houston uh, Knuckles would be in this game too. Oh, okay, he, guys. He would okay, help guys, We gotta stop. We gotta stop with the whole uh, the bribery thing. No one's even the bribery. Trying. Why does everybody feel they need to bribe me? I don't and, understand. And why only Houston? <laughs> like he didn't try to bribe me. He didn't try to bribe Shelley. Well, there there are reasons for this, but you know, we'll you know nobody wants to have a knuckle sandwich. Right there, you need to add a. So nobody wants a knuckle sandwich. Um, so did you want to hear what I have my uh, response here? Yeah. Yeah. I like the concept. Been there, done that. And I mean, if Knuckles is a character, but no, no, I can't let that be a basis. Um, seven. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Axel. Wait, what was, Could did Shalise ever actually give a number? Say eight. You said eight? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right then, round 3. Um okay, you know what? I'll fine. I I'll, I got this. I want to see um a dimensions uh game where you can go through different uh sonic dimensions uh and this is not an idea for like the comics or the cartoons or whatever, but like maybe in the games they can visit the world uh, of the comic or cartoon and maybe um first do them separately. So that way, you know, the game isn't too big and too crazy because you have all these Sonics, you know, and all these universes that we have now. But then, like, at the end, you can, like, do, like, a thing where they kind of, like, Avengers in-game it up, you know? And then (laughs) for, like, the final thing, they're in, like, a weird dimension that's a mix-mash of all of them. But I think it would be kind of cool because, like, you know, we have all these universes. We've had universes collide in other continuities before, and none of them have taken the opportunity to collide with, like, their own universe. Except for, technically, Sticks appeared alongside the, the regular characters uh, when they crossed over with Mega Man in the comics. But that means there's potential for them to do it in the games as well. So, I, I don't know. So, something along those lines. Like a Mega, like a Sonic Dimensions kind of thing. And that idea I like, I'm going to give that one a nine. That's a good one. I like the sound of that. I'm going to give that a an eight, too. I think it would be 
kind of interesting to see how they would work that out. But at the same time, I mean, they, they are different worlds, I guess you could you could call them. And it, it would be interesting <laughs> to hear different voiceovers if they could ideally bring back the voiceovers that, you know, the people, the cast that, you know, did the cartoon Sonic and whatnot and have that. And I'd be kind of curious to hear who would voice the comic book. At the very least, you would have uh, all the current English Sonic voices, right? You would have Jaleel White, Martin Burke, Ryan Drummond, Jason Griffith, and Roger Craig Smith, and uh, Ben Schwartz, maybe even. Yeah, th- th- that would be interesting too. And just to see the storyline, right? Like, how, how do they even achieve that? How do you shift from one dimension to the other and fight villains together, these different Sonics from uh different uh places too and you know what what is the special powers for sonic from the comics and the sonic from the uh, tv uh, cartoon and video game sonic i think it, there would be a lot of uh things they could do with that and uh it'd be really, really cool you, essentially you have multiple heroes so what about you houston here's what you have to say about the idea we can give it a nine i think it'd be cool awesome all right then Moving on to Shalice. Shalice, give us your your big bad best. Well, my big bad best. Well, uh, well, this is taking back off of well what I saw in Sonic and the Black Knight. When it comes to Sonic turning super, we get it. Them will surround him. He absorbs them. Yay, he turns super. But in Sonic and the Black Knight, they made his super transformation much more epic by showing the armor just like a transformation sequence coming onto his body. And the sword growing and stuff like that. What do you think about the idea of super transformation sequence instead of just, you know, the animals swirl around him, heels of them, pool super? This is the last minute idea I just thought of. What do you guys think? Would it be something similar to uh, like Digimon once the, yeah. they would transform different forms? Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that, 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 that would be interesting, right? To have different things and. I think it's one of those things where they would introduce that. They we would probably see it in like other games as well. So it could be the introduction of new forms and new powers with the new forms and whatnot. So yeah, I think that that would be interesting. And uh, you know, I, I would play that. Uh, you know, I'd give it a eight. Well, I think it would be. Uh, I guess to me, it also depends on like what the transformation sequences end up looking like in the end, and like what music and what the reason is for uh, for the transformation sequences. So I'm gonna give it a maybe a, a, a seven. I feel like there's there's potential there. Uh, I, I I think I would rank it a little bit lower just because it's not like a super trippy thing. But since there's potential behind it, I'll give it a seven. I think I'd give it a seven as well. Any any thoughts? Okay, okay then. In that case, Houston, moving on to you. Give us your best of the best, rougher than okay. the rest. Here it is. I'm going to say the title and then I'm going to explain it. But I want you. To, I want the title to sink in for a minute. Sonic Eclipse. So, okay. here's the story. The story is Robotnik has teamed up with a interdimensional force that is coming to basically drain the sun and all energy out of our galaxy. So kind of like a, um, almost like a Galactus type of thing from Marvel, but it's something completely different. And in return, he's gonna get something for doing this. And what's gonna wind up happening is on each planet, there is certain levels and whatnot. There are key things that need to be collected to activate a machine. 
or activate some intergalactic force that's going to wind up helping uh, combat this from happening. And only Sonic and his friends are the ones who can go and do this. And obviously this alien empire and the Eggman empire are going to basically join forces and they're going to have people who are also look, they're going to have their troops that are also looking for these items and these devices. And I think it would be so cool to see something like that because it would be clearly 3d. It wouldn't, it would be very, um, it would be very interesting to just like, I could see it in my mind how that could look. And there's a, you know, a, a portal to each planet and you go to some moons and stuff like this and that. I think it would be so neat to see that and really just kind of epic because at the core of the sun, maybe that's where, uh, you know, chaos, em- like a massive, huge chaos emerald is. I Something like that, whether it tie it in somehow like that, I'm not sure, but I kind of think that something like that would be so cool to see. So with that said, Luis, what do you think? I think that that could be interesting. I mean, we haven't seen really any game that is really just focused, right, on just, you know, being in space and I guess with most of the levels, right, being in different worlds, so you're getting different uh, atmospheres and all that, and kind of got reminded a little bit of uh, Super Mario Galaxy. It wasn't a great game uh, per se, too, but adding the element of it being a Sonic game, I think could be really interesting. And if it's, you know, anything like Sonic Adventure 2 was with those spacings, which were epic, the levels were great, know that then i think it could be potentially a, a really good uh game to have that and, and to have potentially a, a final boss battle that is similar to perfect chaos 2 and and uh, something similar to that so i'm gonna give it an eight all right Shalice. <laughs> that one kind of took me for a loop i was like whoa that's a total 360 but I'm going to agree with there with Luis there with where it's coming from and everything. And I'm going mm, to ride on and say eight. That's eight for me. All right. Axe. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that a nine. Yeah. Because I think that uh, is a very trippy idea. Right? I think it would be really cool. So, all right then. So then last person up is Luis. Okay, cool. So I'm going to keep mine uh, short, not, not not too many details, but just to give you guys the, the quick concept here. Uh, I would want a Sonic game that has uh, a, a similar open world environment to uh, Zelda Breath of Wild. Uh, and I don't know if you all of you here have uh, played it, but it's amazing game. Uh, I, I mean, I know we've had open world Sonic games before too with uh, like Sonic Adventure, but I think if we had something similar to Zelda, where you actually have a lot of things to do around uh, wherever that might be, uh, it might be uh, Green Hill is where maybe it all takes place. And then you kind of like go around there. Uh, but also with the added twist that you choose your own faith in the game. So the game would have different storylines. It all really depends on what you decide to do. And that is basically how the game guides you. If you choose to go to one level, if you choose to go do this thing, if you choose to uh, uh, spend more time in the child garden, and it wouldn't even be like a completely different child garden. It's like 
you literally walk to this big garden and that's where the child were at, then you're going to find yourself with a different storyline if that's how you choose to spend your time. But doing something like that to where people would have different storylines and people would have ones that they would share. But ultimately, the whole point is that you would decide what you want to do. Do you want to save the world or do you want to do this other thing? Uh, and then that's that's how the, the game would shape itself. So depending on what you do, that's what the storyline will be like. So that's my, my idea. What are your comments? So let me get this straight. It's a Sonic game, much like Breath of the Wild, which I, I love that concept. But you're making decisions that are going to impact the rest of the game. Yeah. Whatever you decide to do in that open world is going to impact the rest of the game. And it's going to decide your, your storyline. I'm just putting this out here. Does anybody else feel kind of like Sonic Forces influence right here? Anyone? Nothing? Um, wait, and how so? Just from uh, making decisions kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, it get to, I mean, you get to design your own character and whatnot. Is that, or are you like Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, whoever you select, and then that i think he's saying yeah. more like it, it influences like the path of like it, to me it sounds more like like a telltale game in a way where yeah. like you you mm-hmm. choose a decision and it alters the story going forward like there's different versions of the story for each scene some things might be like the same no matter what route you take some things might be different i feel like the, in, in terms of sonic the closest thing i could compare it to is like shadow the hedgehog but instead of it being like what mission uh, you choose sending it to a different level, it's more like uh, what actions you take alter uh, the way things are in the upcoming levels, um, since it's more of an open world kind of thing. Got it. I, can't, I really like that idea. I'm going to give that a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. Took the words right out of my mouth there, X. When you said Shadow the Hedgehog, because I feel like that's what I felt like it was more of a Shadow the Hedgehog feel to have going about it. And gotta say, I enjoyed Shadow the Hedgehog a lot. So that one gets a nine out of me. Nine. Cool. What about you, X? I'm actually going to give that a 10. <laughs> Just because since it's an open world aspect to it, I feel like. Wow. It, it is it's very creative and would like shake things up a lot for the uh the general the, the whole structure of the entire game it would be despite like that one thing being compared with shadow the hedgehog uh you know it it's obviously being implemented in a different way that would not make you actually necessarily think of shadow the hedgehog right away if you played it and i, I it's not like super trippy but i'm sure you can do super trippy things with it and I think it's it kind of gives it replay value because more than Shadow of the Hedgehog would, because it would actually be like a different game every time almost, or a different version of the game. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, you'd be playing uh, different games, uh, different times. You beat it once, and then you're like, all right, let me go back, and now I'm gonna play it and do this other thing, and then just get different storylines, and maybe as a bonus, right? If you do complete the whatever three or four different variations of those storylines then you get this other one just to keep it you know with the sonic uh, adventurous uh theme of, of having that final maybe storyline that all those kind of align to um and and you kind of have that so maybe you get that as a added bonus too so cool well x uh i don't know if you want to tally up the scores and give us what the 
final uh, do you guys like have any like thoughts that you want to share then about like our ideas so far before you find out the final score well the, the, they were pretty good ideas uh, i think if if sega is listening to this i think they have a lot of different concepts to work with uh you're welcome you know if you do happen to use one uh that's awesome uh it, it'll be great to, to see one of these ideas actually be fulfilled yeah i really i, I think there were a lot of really good ideas here and yeah, no, any of any of these would be really exciting. Shalice? All, all great ideas. Let's get go ahead and see what the final tally gonna be. Okay, so our final score uh added all up is um okay, well actually let me start. Shalice, unfortunately, like yours is the lowest, pretty high still. It's sixty-eight point nine two three, which I guess rounds up to sixty-nine. Um mine or no, uh, Luis is 70.147, or just 70. Mine is 70.624, so, or 71. And Houston's is 74.51, or 75. So Houston wins. Congrats. I'm trippy. I'm trippy. <laughs> but cool. Yes, trippy, but cool. Yep. <laughs> and how do you feel, Houston, as the victor? You know... They always told me I was crazy, but cool. And now this just confirms it. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I think everybody had great ideas. I loved that idea that Luis talked about with the open world concept. I think that's really cool. So, no, it's uh, it's it's great. So thank you. As the victor, I think that you deserve a reward. Oh, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to the blue rumor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your favorite time of the podcast, the Blue Rumor section. Today, we have quite a few updates in terms of uh, what's coming. I have uncovered some new information that I think is going to be very interesting for all of our listeners to hear. I want to take you back to July of 2019. In July of 2019, there's this event called South by Southwest. And there was a discussion from Sega regarding the future of Sonic the Hedgehog. And what they said in 2019 was that 2021 is going to be the year for Sonic. And what is in less than a week, my friends? 2021. It can't come soon enough. What I have um, also uncovered was Sega, in terms of production is currently remaking or remastering Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for Switch. Not only that, but the story is going to continue with a new Sonic Adventure. We've talked about this before, and I said, no, I don't know, I don't know. But with the new information that I've just been picking up and learning, it's sounding more and more likely a continuation from the main storyline of the Sonic Adventure series is going to be happening next year. So I put this out to you to, first of all, say I apologize if I you know, ever came off as not um, believing that ever happening. But with what I'm learning and what I'm you know, going back and doing some more research from the past few years and some of the things that I'm hearing from people that I know were in the know, they're, you know, it's not just, oh, I know a guy, right? People that are in the know. I 
believe that we are going to be seeing um, the remastered uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 and uh, a Sonic Adventure 3. It may not be called Sonic Adventure 3. I'm not sure about the title yet, but it is going to be a continuation in the same vein of Sonic Adventure. So I put this to you to get your thoughts and feedback and discussion regarding this topic. Oh, I mean, that's that's amazing. It's definitely something that, you know, all of us Sonic fans have been waiting for a really long time. <laughs> 19 years of uh, waiting for, for that uh, third installment of it, too. And whether they call it Adventure 3 or not, I think just knowing it is a, a sequel to that one, I think is, is going to be uh, really good. My uh, question to you, Houston, uh, or do you think both are going to come out concurrently or... Are they going to be spaced out to where we see the remaster first? And yeah. Then- so here, here's the thing. Um, there is a rumor floating around, and I've and I've heard it more than once now from more than one source that there are going to be six new games. Are they brand new concept games? No, not all of them. I think that two of them are the Sonic Adventure remaster and the Sonic Adventure Two remaster. I also think that they'll probably do a Sonic collection type of game that you can then get you know sonic sonic one sonic two sonic three like you know a a collection type game because it is the 30th anniversary and i could see them doing that i also think that um they may do a sonic mania too i i I could see that happening i i really think that if i were to go through and think about um you know what they could be uh, I think that they may space them out over time, but maybe with Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, they might come as a pair. But I'm not 100% sure about that. But I tend to think those are two of those six game slots, if that makes any sense. And then, cl- obviously, the Sonic Adventure sequel, the whatever that is, is going to be probably like the pinnacle game of next year now like you said 17 to 19 years of waiting and they've been they've been working on this for a while so i am hoping and praying and fingers crossed that it's going to be really good and really well worth the wait i see you all processing awesome yeah no it should be should be good I guess. Um, I think, I don't know. For, I, I guess I am a little bit of a, and I'll believe it until, uh, when I see it kind of person. When it's smaller, I think like, okay, it's a little more plausible. When it's a bigger deal, I'm like, well, I, I need to see it become more public first uh, before I have an opinion. Uh, some things I, I see it, I'm just like, yeah, this is obviously fake. It could be real, but it's super unbelievable. Like when, the, when there was supposedly like the leaked script for the movie and it was talking about... Um, chaos and everything and and i was like no this is they're not doing that <laughs> like i yeah, mean it's, it's yeah. possible but I, I don't see it and, and and sometimes there's things like this where it's like this is big and i don't necessarily doubt it i just don't necessarily uh buy into it either i'm just like well i will see what they say if it matches up i'll be excited yeah no and and you have every reason to be skeptical right i mean we as sonic fans have you know constantly had our Hopes dashed. A lot of people produce rumors that are like, eh, like it gets us hyped up. And then we're like, only to have like the ice water thrown in our face that it's not true. So, 
you know, I, I can appreciate that and I can totally relate. And it's, you know, it is a believe it when I see it, believe it when it's announced officially from Sega. But I'm hopeful that that is going to be something that we will see uh, coming up. So, you know, but I, I, I tend to agree with you there. But in terms of the Blue Rumor, that's it for today. More coming with 2021. And our next episode, I'm sure we're going to have some things to talk about. Thank you. That's all we can hope for. Just hopefully they make some more announcements and give us some more to uh, speculate on. Cool. Well, yeah, it's definitely something uh, that that would make us uh, be really happy about this 30th anniversary too. And if it's something that's worth the wait, we'll be able to look back and say it was worth, again, all those 17 and 19 years of of waiting time. And true, like X says, uh, we have had a lot of moments in the past where we think we're going to get adventure three and then it's a different game you know i i hope they realize right that the 30th anniversary is a huge deal and i think it, it makes sense to do an, an adventure three on on the year it sonic turns 30 yep exactly so my final ring is yeah i think this is a very interesting um hodgepodge of of segments here that we did in this episode i hope that you guys enjoyed some of the the games that we played here that that, that was interesting we Uh, we could bring back certain things for future episodes even yeah oh yeah there's tons of ideas here for for future episodes uh next let's go with you shalice what's your final ring okay for my final ring i'm just gonna say that 2020 has been a poopy year very, very poop, poop, poopy year, including me losing somebody I didn't think I was going to lose this year, my grandfather. But I'm going to try to bring the 2021 in in a comedic way. So I want you guys to help me do this. Because I said I've been, I was going to do it all year long. That you know how somebody at the beginning of the year said that we were playing a game with Jamunch. So on midnight... At midnight on New Year's Eve, I am going to literally run outside my house and scream Jumanji into the sky. Maybe it'll break this curse that we are in and bring 2021 in better. So I want you guys to, you know, put this out there, call its name, put this as a hashtag, call its name, hashtag Yale Jumanji for 2021 to come in clean and no problems. And that's That's my final ring. That is epic. I'm totally doing it. Yeah, that's that, that's interesting. Yeah, are, are you going to have someone uh, like recording you when that happens, or I think people should kind of record themselves. I'm going to put it. I'm going to make a video for my TikTok page on my TikTok page, and I'm going to put the two hashtags: call out his name and the other hashtag: yell Jumanji in 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 uh in the caption. And I'm going to do it New Year's Eve night. I'm going to literally have my camera running and I'm going to run outside my house and I'm going to yell Jumanji into the sky to bring 2021 in clean. And in case you're wondering, yes, she did. And the year of 2021 even promised to start off clean with a bath as it rained the entire night. And I posted on Facebook too. Oh yeah, yeah definitely here so we can all... Let's see it here too. I mean, maybe Houston next have a TikTok. I, I just don't have a, a TikTok, but maybe one of these peeps here has a TikTok. I don't know. Uh, let's go with you, Houston, then. Go ahead. What's your final ring? I 
am going to be running out of my house on midnight after I file my FAFSA, and I'm going to be yelling Jumanji because I didn't even think about that. I think that's awesome. Um, I am looking forward to 2021 for so many reasons. A lot of new beginnings, a lot of changes, hopefully all for the good. Um, And it's Sonic's 30th year on this planet. I'm so excited. So there's so much to look forward to in 2021. And I, for one, am looking at, you know, I'm looking back at 2020, looking at the things I'm actually grateful for from 2020, because there are some and things that I'm, you know, going to carry on over to 2021. And really, I'm, I'm excited about the new year. And I hope everyone else is and you know, this is and this podcast is a lot of fun. I think we've been able to really uh, start and grow this. So I'm, I'm just excited. So for my final ring, I mean, there you have it. I'm looking forward to 2021 with great excitement and uh, uh, excited to join all of you as we go through it. For my final ring, uh, got to say, I'm also going to do the, the Jumanji thing, too. We, we definitely need a, a much better year with a lot of good things happening with uh Sonic's 30th anniversary as, as Sonic fans, we know that there, there's a lot going on there and we want to make sure that, you know, we, we're in a normal year, right? So that, you know, things are, are much better and potentially we can go to a conference of some sort if they are having anything towards the end of the year um, for the uh, Sonic Wise too. And also want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. It's awesome. Uh, you know, we, we we don't have that many episodes yet. We did start, you know, of course, later on in 2020. But I think it's it's been a really awesome experience thus far. We have a really good team, uh, as uh, Ax was uh, saying uh, before, too. I think we have a good chemistry here. Uh, we, we have people who uh, really get along with each other. And, you know, it's all it's been good, too. So thank you all for, for listening, for listening to all the things that we've had to say. Uh, also, thank you here to our team members that are on this uh, episode and also to the ones on previous episodes, everyone. I think it's it's been really great to have you all on the team. And, it, you know, I really appreciate, again, as I said, on what that first I episode. Except you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Good along with, with the theme there, too. But, but yeah, really, th- thank you to everyone here on the Hedgehog Zone team. It's it's been really good. Really excited for the things to come next year. I think you know we we started this podcast at a good time, right before the 30th anniversary. Uh, it's going to be really good. I'm really stoked to hear more things in a Houston's Blue Rumor as announcements, uh, more possible launch dates, pre-orders, all that, all that good stuff. You know, get, getting ready for all that is going to be really cool because they, there is really going to be a lot there too. So yeah, happy 2021. Be on the lookout for our next episode. Yep, yep. Have a happy uh, new year. Yeah, uh, three, two, one. Jumanji! Jumanji! Jumanji, happy new year. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, bye. 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 Don't yell Jumanji. Yeah. Hey, Sonic again. I was just on my way to order a chili dog, but there seems to be a holdup. Sorry, sir, but no service until you put on a mask. Oh, that's bull-hunky. Next. Oh, it's you, Sonic the Hedgehog. But sorry, Sonic, you have to put on a mask. That's not too difficult, is it?
Well, let me see. There you go. Too easy. Piece of cake. But why? It's not fair. It's not fair for your peers to have to worry about getting sick either. Essential workers have to deal with the stress of people coming in all day long too. If you're not there for your crew, they can't be there for you. And that's no good. Sonic says.